0: To Ways to Takes, episode 94, the DeMarcus Square episode. I'm Trey, joined
1: as always by Dylan Huckerman. How are we doing, gentlemen? the dream. Are you done? Uh, Nope. Not today. Tuck
0: yeah, Tucker, uh, a little bit of an L for you. You're in quarantine, so... Yeah. A little bit of a close call there?
1: Yeah, close call, hopefully. I imagine it won't lead to anything, but, you know... Rather be safe than sorry. Feeling good? Feeling fantastic.
0: All right. Uh, So, I guess that's an L for you, but a dub that you're feeling good. Uh, Turn to winners and losers. The Raiders win, so that might be an L for me. I only have them win seven games, so they better start losing now. Um, Aaron Boone is signing a three-year deal with the Yankees, which is hysterical. So Dylan You're L for Cam. Yeah, that's an L for Cam, but Dylan, that's a win and a loss. It's a win because they didn't fire him this year, like I said they were going to. That's a loss for me. But it's also a loss because he might be there for three more years. So still doesn't mean he can't
1: be fired. That's all I gotta
0: say. Very true, very true. Um Florida Panthers are hot. They won their game that Cam went to. So that take. But on the other flip side of that, Cam has picked multiple teams now to win the Stanley Cup. Something we didn't realize—he did pick the Kraken as well. Cam, would you like to address that? Better odds.
1: Yep, better odds. They're both winning.
0: Are they in different conferences? Can they play each other?
1: Yeah, I'm in Florida side of the map.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know how. I have no. Are. I, I also don't know. Just, yeah, no, that
1: doesn't help. <laughs> they're 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 not. help they they are they are not they are definitely not.
0: Okay, so maybe they'll play each other. Uh, Taylor Heineke might stink, Tucker. So that might be an L for you.
1: Yeah, you know what? He had the electric factor against the Giants, at least.
0: So, coming down to the poll here, um, I think we got a tie for winner and loser at this point. Um, Uh-oh. We got both me and Tucker tied for winner, and Dylan and Cam Let's tied go. for loser. <laughs> so, t- Tucker, you did great on your on your punishment. Nailed it. Um, so, Thank you. Let's do. Do we want to flip for winner or loser first?
1: I didn't. Oh, Dylan hasn't done one yet. He should just take it. No, <laughs> but that would be uh, good Good content, though, for uh, each one of us do it once.
0: It would be almost unbelievable yeah. that we all got loser back to back to back to back. But
1: that's why I had such a soft take because I just wanted it to happen.
0: Well, I guess we let the fates decide. Uh,. Cam, since you've already done a punishment, you can call it. Can everybody see the coin? Yep. yep. I want Tails. Tails it is. Dylan, you lose.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's we, fitting. We I mean, I wouldn't have
0: wanted it any other way. If, if it works out, the fates decided. Do you want to pick a challenge now? Do you want to wait? We got run From the Anna 40. <laughs> we got run the 40 on there. You shave your leg. Hit the gallon challenge, maybe. Maybe make a Harlem Shake video by yourself. That could be a good one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll talk about it. We'll think about it. You
1: can Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. All right, Tucker. The banana and Sprite sounds like the most hilarious, but I don't know <laughs> if I'm <laughs> to put I would love it. to watch that one. I really it, would. It, ju- it just tastes gross. Right? It, it hurts. Content, baby. It hurts. It hurts
0: you. It hurts, dude.
1: Content. Mm-hmm. content, content, content.
0: It either forces you to get sick or makes you just feel miserable for an hour. I don't I don't think I need that. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't do it if I was you, but that's just Just
1: me. through just doing pull trick.
0: I'm glad no one's picked run the forty yet because when I lose I'm gonna run the forty. Like that's what I'm gonna do. No,
1: uh, I feel like that's gonna be the most painful one. <laughs> I think that we should have just a waste it takes combine. I mean we that's what that's what we it's on to the, do. It's the the waste it
0: takes combine is on the docket with the Pong tournament and what else did we have? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had a golf tournament. A golf tournament, yeah. <laughs> it's right on the list, right next to those. It's list, coming. So.
1: It's coming. All right. If Tucker, we started doing content, it'd be electric.
0: We do do content. People just got to just well, gotta I'm give us more about, clicks like, before like we YouTube invest in it. YouTube or whatever content. Yeah. All right, Tucker, you are in last place. I'll let you call the flip here.
1: Uh, Matt Slater called heads, so I'm going to call heads. All
0: right. Re- reflip. We had a collision. It landed on tails on the floor. Just... Letting you know out of integrity. All right. Give it a sec. It is heads. There
1: Tucker. we go, baby. <laughs> Tucker,
0: I needed that point. That was been such a big point for me, and I didn't
1: get it. That's upsetting. Big point for me. Comeback starts right now.
0: All right. Uh, Wasted takes. Who would like to go first?
1: Uh, I'll go first. Shoot. Um, so I've been watching the Red Sox this year. Um, especially recently, of course, with the playoffs coming up. And there is an aura around this team, you know, a 2004 kind of aura around this team of just like that kind of swagger, that kind of locker room feel. And it all comes back to one person. It's 100% on Cora. You have this team, you had a a very similar team last year that was god-awful. I mean, what, they got the number three pick in the draft, number four pick in the draft. Cora comes back. They get hot at the right times. They have that energy around them. I got to say, Alex Cora is the best coach in the MLB. And I know that I'm biased as a Sox fan, but he is such a good coach just in terms of motivating his team and getting them ready for big games. I love him. I love the energy of this team. He's the best coach in the league, no doubt about it.
0: All right, so I do agree with you that there is all of a sudden in these past few games there is something special about this team. Every team has had it outside of maybe two thousand seven. That one is like totally gone from my memory. I just remember watching the series, the World Series. Two
1: thousand seven was just a more talented team. Yeah, just we were we were really good. Like it was, it didn't have the. Aura around it because we were just the best
0: team. Yeah, so so when I think back on these World Series, I think of 04 was, you know, the comeback hey, kids, 13. that whole story. 07 was nothing. 0- 13 was like, of course, the bombing and that whole story. Um, and then 18 was just like, again, it was like 07, but it felt a little different to me. It felt more special, I don't know, because if I was older or because they were the best team that, maybe one of the best baseball teams of all time. But this team started. It felt to, special to me because I was in Boston for that one. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, but this one feels—they starting to feel like they could really do it, and they're up two-one right now. Um, so I I agree that they feel special in terms of Cora. I mean, Cora has had basically nothing but success as a coach. Of course, he had the Astros thing. He was really good with the Astros as a bench coach. Yes, the cheating stuff. You know, he's kind of been cleared of that, but a lot of people still think he was a big part of it, and I don't blame you. Um, but he was great there. And then all of a sudden they, you know, pick him up in Boston and he, another first year manager leads them to a, a world series, which has happened, I think twice now, which is three times now, which is nuts. Um, and then later, uh, and then they lose him and he comes back and they're good again, but they were bad in that one year in the interim. I don't know if I'm ready to call him the, the best coach. I think, like I've said on the show. Coaching is such a weird thing in baseball at this point, where it's a lot of analytics based, and you're kind of told what to do. I don't know. I like him that I like the fact that he is just like a player's coach. I think that's all you need. So, you know what? I'll agree with you. I think he's the he he motivates his players better than any coach in the league. Uh, Dill, you probably have a better insight on this, so I'll let you go. Um, yeah,
1: I, I would agree with Tuck. I don't have a lot of insight. Um, it seems definitely. That he has the ability to, you know, make his players want to play. Or um, I don't know, baseball is a game where you have to be hyper focused for three and a half hours or however long it takes, um, and it's hard to do that when you're playing something that's that slow of a game at the same time. Sometimes, so if you can keep your team riled up and like interested in the game, even if they're losing, Um, even if you're on a long road trip, I think like he has, I feel like he has that ability to instill that feeling in his players, which I think is like crazy beneficial. Um, The one thing I will say about this team though, is that uh, they are um, playing better than what they are on paper. And that's really what you need to win a baseball world series championship is you need players on your team to have their career years. You need like three players on your starting roster to play out of their mind. And we got that from PK. We got it from Renfro. We got it from, I don't know, name somebody else. Everybody's crazy. Good. Everybody's sure playing crazy. Everybody's or playing crazy. Right. So there's you, you need those players. If you look back at twenty eighteen, you had Steve Pierce, you had uh, Nathan Avaldi who was kinda coming to his own um back from injuries. And Thirteen you had Johnny Gomes, like like at least Gee, brother, in the Red Sox in the Red Sox world, you need guys that are having their career years um that year. It's a great take to win.
0: It's a great take.
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: no, I'm saying Dylan's take, that what you need. Do you think Cora is the best manager in the league?
1: I, uh, yeah, I think so, simply because, like like you said, Trey, a lot of it's analytics. I'm sure that each coach has their own little tweaks to the analytics, too, but it's his ability to get the team going. I think puts him above and beyond the rest of the coaches. Cam, I
0: imagine you don't have much to say on this? I don't. Know
1: nearly enough about anything. Joe Torre, best coach ever, general manager ever. Um, just while we're on
0: so the game. while we're on the manager subject, Cam, are you happy with the Boone thing or no?
1: No, I mean he's made the playoffs every year, but every year he, he loses. It's it's very Packers-esque. Where the Packers of the of the MLB right now will make the playoffs and we'll lose whether it's in the ALCS or. Um, well, yeah, the time. Packers usually make the championship game at least. I mean, we have done that too, and we've lost it. So it's, it's, uh, it's all right. We're settling for, you know, mediocrity in our standards. So not too thrilled about it, but maybe something will change. I don't know. All
0: right. So I'm going to get off baseball here. I'm going to go with a football take, in – uh, I'm not really going to talk much about the Patriots this week. I didn't put them in in my docket because I don't think there's really a point in talking about them right now. They are just a mediocre football team. But my take is Patriots related, and it's and it's trade deadline related. So obviously, Patriots have a lot of trouble with receiver. Uh, hoping this offseason that they are going to go out and get a big name. Hoping Devontae Adams shake three or Chris Godwin, one of them. That's probably not going to happen, but I'm just holding out hope for it. I'm also hoping that they use their first round pick on a guy like Chris Olave, who might be in their range based on the way that they're playing right now. But um, outside of that, I'd like them to pick up another receiver because I think that, you know, even if you do bring in a number one guy and then a rookie, you still don't have a very good receiver. room. You've got Nelson Aguilar, who can't catch a cold. You've got Jacoby Myers, who's a solid player, but he'll never be anything extra special in this league. I think it's time to bring these long, long rumors that have been around since about 2015, 2016 to fruition and trade, I don't know, maybe a second or a third to the Cleveland Browns for Odell Beckham Jr. Bring him in here. Give a little jump start to this offense. Maybe open things up a little bit. The Browns have been, there's been whispers about wanting to get rid of Odell. He's been injured. He hasn't really played up to par. The only reason I don't think this is, is, you know, particularly a great take is because they are pretty thin at receiver because if, you know, they have one more guy go down, if they get rid of Odell, they're going to like rookies. So, but I think the, the Patriots need to be aggressive here. You need to keep building your, your free agents haven't really panned out. Maybe if you want a shot at the wild card, you you bring in a big guy, somebody that can b- pull the attention of the defense away. Um, and. I don't know, make something happen and make sure you can get him for a couple years. I think he's got like two more years on his contract. So you bring him in for this year, bring him in next year, maybe resign him after that. Um, I think it makes sense for both sides. The, I think the Browns, it's time to maybe take a look at these contracts and figure something out because they, you know, they've started, they're not looking as, as powerful as we once thought they might be. So Patriots to trade a, I'll say a third to the Browns for Odell Beckham. I'll say Patriots Um, will. I won't say Patriots should. I'll say Patriots will, because I know we hate those takes that they should do something. Patriots will trade a third for Odell Beckham.
1: Yeah, my only problem, now I'm looking at the depth chart of the uh, Browns, and their number one receiver without Odell Beckham is Donovan Peoples-Jones. Their number two is Rashard Higgins. Their number three is Anthony Schwartz. And then they have two guys on the IR. So, I I like the take. I think he'd be a good fit in a normal year, I think, where they're fully healthy. I'd agree with you. It's just not likely based off of the situation in Cleveland right now. I think the Patriots need to make a trade before the deadline for a wide receiver. But I'm not sure Odell Beckham will be available on deadline time.
0: Cam, former Giant. Any thoughts?
1: I actually like this take. I Odell doesn't work in Cleveland. And it actually leads into my take. Well, I won't go there quite yet. Um, but Odell doesn't work in Cleveland. He, that's a different issue. Oh, I, I, just mean, saw I that mean, people's that. Hello? We got you. Go hello? ahead. We got your back, but uh, all we heard was he doesn't fit. Yeah, he doesn't fit. Um, I think Peoples-Jones is a valid two-receiver for the Browns. Jarvis Landry will be back. Anthony Schwartz is a rookie. Give him some time. They got they got enough people over there to not waste money on Odell. I think they want to trade him. He's not working there. I can see the Patriots go, going after him. The dude still gets open. He beats one-on-one coverage. He just doesn't get the ball to him. So I like to take him.
0: Thanks, Cam. Dale, you got anything?
1: I I I'm kind of torn because I do agree that the Browns probably want to ship him out because of his contract. Um, as for the Patriots, I mean, I I would take him. I would take him, knowing that I don't really want to sign him. Um, you know, after this year, because I don't see him fitting well in new england uh i I, you know
0: we i actually disagree i think i think he would fit in i i don't know what if you mean from a playing style but from a personality style he's always admired belichick belichick's always admired him that's why there's always been rumors about it so i think he would i think he would buy in here and i think that if you did bring him in and he played well in these two years that you can get him for probably cheap because i don't know how much his value is around the league if they're if they're shopping him for something, the thing I read was like a third. The, his value is not as high as it once was. So, but continue. Sorry to interrupt.
1: I'm more I'm more concerned on a personality type note, but I guess I might not know enough. If you feel that confident, and I mean, I you never know that. these things.
0: You never know. It could you
1: could be right, but I just feel that the the Patriots fan base and the organization doesn't really like people who are you know all about themselves in that regard. And I I get that from Odell. I don't – I mean, maybe not in the past, like, three years, maybe three, four years. But at least when – to me, when he was on the Giants, I I saw a lot of that. But maybe I'm just wrong.
0: All right, Cam. You said it leads well into your take. Let her rip.
1: Yeah, a couple Browns takes today. um, I – so I I've been watching uh, I've been watching the Browns but I I've, I've seen some Browns play and I think we talked about this on the show there's one factor that is the weakest link for the Browns and that's Baker Mayfield um, Baker Mayfield is a solid quarterback he's passable he could be you know a little bit below average on any NFL team. And he's actually making it work for the Browns. He let them do a playoff win last year. They're three and three right now, I think. Three and three. Um, not playing quite up to the hype. You could play but on receivers, whatever. Odell's still getting open. You got one of the best offensive lines in the league. Your running backs have been outstanding up to this point until they got hurt. Your defense is pretty good all around. How are you 3-3 three three right now? It's all Baker Mayfield's fault. Next year is the last year on his contract. Next year is the last year that he will wear Browns uniform. They need to go all in. They need to get rid of this guy. I don't care that he was a number one pick. If he doesn't win a Super Bowl this year or the next, they're going to get rid of him, and they're going to try again with somebody else. Baker Mayfield, see you later.
0: Um, so I think Baker's been kind of dealt a bad hand. I I actually I like him. Obviously, as a personality, I do think you're right that he is, you know, not an elite guy, just a solid guy. I think he had to pull a Herculean effort to get Cleveland to where they are. I mean, if you think about it, every single quarterback before him in Cleveland failed. He is the first semi-successful quarterback in Cleveland in forever since they moved back there. Um, So I, I, I give him a lot of credit for that. I don't know. I mean, I think he is holding them back just a touch. I I just I don't know what it is, man. I haven't watched enough Browns to know what's wrong with them. Um, but I, I, from what I've seen, he is trying to play through injuries. He's maybe stretching plays out too long, making dumb mistakes. I could see them moving on from him. I I could, and I and I think it'll bite him in the butt. I think he'll go somewhere and be a solid player. Um, so I don't think it'll be a great move, but I can totally see them doing it. They are the Browns after all. They're still the Browns. So don't let anyone let you forget that. Uh, Tucker, you got anything on it?
1: Um, yeah. I I mean, number one, Baker's playing through injury. He's, like, pretty badly injured from what I understand. Number two, uh, he's playing with a receiving core that's like a shell of themselves. And I just, I don't know, I think when you're playing with a team that keeps getting slimmer and slimmer in terms of your options, it's really hard to perform at the top level. I think Baker's had great moments, but at worst, he's a serviceable QB. He's a mid-tier QB, and I don't think they're going to be able to find – I don't really know where they're going to find something better than Baker. So I don't see them parting ways with him, just like the same way the Vikings wouldn't part way with Kirk Cousins because that's the type of quarterback I see him as, which I know is an insult according to this podcast. But, uh, yeah, it's just – He's one of those guys middle of the road that you can't find better than. But he but like you're you're not gonna probably win a Super Bowl anytime soon with unless you have a great team around him.
0: But which they do though. They do have a great team around them.
1: Yeah, they have, they they have a team. really good team around them right now, but they're also in heavily injured right now. Like I think the they team that need- Last week was not that good in terms of what they had because of how many injuries they're having. Your number two Rams and go all in.
0: I so that's what I was thinking, Cam.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not trading multiple first round picks.
0: Well, I was thinking that a team, a team might be willing to trade a big deal for him because they traded a big deal for Jared Goff, who, or no, it was Stafford that was traded. Never mind. Stat. They go. Yeah. The Rams got the better end of that deal, but. Uh, I I can see a team doing that, trading you know a first and a second for him, that maybe is just I one sure. quarterback away. I can see it,
1: 100. percent But see then it. where where do they go from there? They get a first and a second for Baker, and they say, all right, let's hope we get a good rookie. Uh,
0: maybe if somebody in the class shocks them, or they trade for a quarterback that they like. True, too. Uh, he could I, be the Jared Goff know, of the situation. Fine.
1: If I'm like going for a win now mentality, I'm not hoping that I can roll the dice in the draft and get a better guy than Baker. No, I agree. I think they would trade. I think they would trade for a guy that is Kirk Cousins are better because Kirk Cousins is on the Vikings. And I've said it time and time again. I'm not. A, I'm a Kirk fan. I like Kirk. I hate the Vikings. I hate the cards he was dealt. And it's not his fault. I mean, when the cards you're Kirk. dealt are Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, I don't really feel that Kirk bad for Kirk. a guy. Yeah, he's a. The defense is awful. Dylan, you got anything? And their yet? offensive line is not great. Um, I, I agree with with Tucker in the sense that uh, it, I don't know what the reason would be to get rid of him because if I'm looking, if I'm in the Browns situation, they've been so like, god-awful for so long that this is, like, they're in the conversation of being good. I think for them, honestly, that that's, like, good enough for right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't... Like, obviously... I mean, I don't know. Maybe there are teams in the league that really don't care about winning championships. Um, I'm, I'm not saying that the Browns are one of those, but I'm saying that it might not be the best interest to bet on getting somebody better uh, like unknown than just rolling with what you got. Cause I don't think you're going to find something better unless you trade, uh, like Cam said. And the thing is, is if you trade, I don't think, um, you, it would have to be someone also serviceable like, uh, Baker, I, even if you trade Baker and a first round pick, it's not like a team's going to get rid of their, quarterback who's like top ten in the league. I mean that makes no sense. So you're just gonna swap him out for somebody else just as good but not good enough. So I, I feel like he's just gonna stay there and live on his career there. All right. Dill, you got a take for us? I do. Um watching a lot of baseball now that we're in playoff talks, you know, past couple weeks. Um This playoffs, at least from watching the Red Sox, has been absolutely electric. Um, And it started with uh, the uh, wild card game. Now, I know baseball, I know there's old baseball. I know I've been on the side of old baseball forever. Um, But introducing this wild card has been, it's just one extra game on each side, NL and AL. And it's made things just so much more dynamic and so much more interesting. I think it's time to expand the playoffs. I think you need to do a sort of uh, NFL-style, like first team from each thing plus. uh, How many is it? Four other teams.
0: So, like a play-in game, like play-in tournament.
1: I think they just need to expand it. I think you need to have more than just five teams. And, and instead of doing a wild card one in-game, you've got to do a series. Um, give somebody a bye if you want. Like, just expand the playoffs. I don't – like, it's kind of, it, it's boring. It would make baseball more entertaining if more teams were in the playoff hunt in the last three, two months of the season, you know. um, it just kind of gets a little dull for – 80% of the league. So, expand the playoffs. Make it more fun. Um, it's time to hatch out of some of the old baseball um, rules that people are stuck on. Also, the DH is coming to the NL next year, most likely.
0: I've said this. We need to put it there. Um, to, much to Tucker's chagrin. but so- I don't
1: want it either, but that's what that's what they're saying. Maybe... Maybe next year, year after next year.
0: So he, so I would need to hear a legitimate plan because here's the issues I have is that, first of all, I like to win games, win and you're in type of deal. I think if you want to do it, you have to set up maybe a four-team wild card where you have, you know, win and, win and you're in the final wild card game and then win that game if you're going to expand it. But my whole my whole thing is you've only got a month to play, right? Baseball is not like that football where you play one game and the winner decides if you want to make it series, you gotta either cut the season short or keep playing into November. Which, I mean, in cold weather cities, can get dangerous. Like in Boston, we get snow in November all the time. Um, so I think that's the thing that's kind of hampering me here from agreeing with you totally. I I, th- I don't see any problem with the way the playoffs are right now. I like the one and one win the one game you're in. So I think that if they are going to expand it, make it like a four-four team wild card playoff. You have two teams, two teams, and the winner, the the two winners play for that wild card slot. I like
1: that. Now, so, so you, you're you're talking, um, you're talking only an extra week of baseball that you would need in order to do this. For what? Because f- you need,
0: for, you, you yeah. Need but these one, are like, one game. Se- I'm not talking about a, a four game series or a five a five game series here. I'm talking about no, I, one I, game. Th- I
1: think if so you could you could have a buy just like football. You have a buy for the top two, teams, whatever it is, and then the first teams play a three game series. You need an extra like four five days, and uh, they could start the season a week early. They could they could do something in order to get that to happen. In, in my, opinion.
0: I'm also make- in general against expanding playoffs because I don't like the idea that multiple teams that. You know, that we're getting half the league into the playoffs. I don't love that. I think the playoffs would be well, the elite teams. I didn't like it when they did in the NFL. I was against it. Um, but maybe I'm just a no fun
1: guy. But. Well, the Sox wouldn't have been in the playoffs right now if it wasn't for it. Well, they, won the, they Actually, had the first wild card they, spot, wouldn't they? Didn't they? Won. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Uh, Tucker, you got anything on it? Yeah, uh, I'm all for fun in baseball, and uh, one game playoffs are fun. I mean, I am a huge fan of the one game playoffs. If you're talking doing a four game one four team one game playoff, I am all about it. I think that's even better. Tell you what, make it better every each team sends six players or ten players, and then they make a super team of each of two teams, two teams, and then whatever team wins, those two teams play against each other. I hate to say that's even better. I I'm this. I'm all for anything that's different and fun in baseball, um, except, for in a except for bringing the DH.
0: Except for bringing the most the most fun position to the to the other league. You hate that idea. D
1: No, pitchers hitting is fun. Except pitchers hitting is fun. It's like they watching don't pitchers try to hit is fun.
0: I don't want to I get, get into this again. I don't want to get into this.
1: Yeah, again. no, no, you're no fun. You're no fun. Like. Like, it's just more fun when it's like, oh, God, Chris Sale's up to bat. Because when a pitcher gets a hit, that's ten times better than a DH getting a
0: hit. I'd rather watch a DH hit a home run. Uh, Cam,
1: any thoughts? Uh, Yeah, no, you're boring. You ever see a pitcher hit a home run? Yeah. Um, I like like this, uh, Dylan. I like to expand the playoffs here, just like two teams. I don't know exactly how I would uh, format it. Maybe like uh, two play-ins, so Red Sox play the Yankees, Mariners play the Jays. Winner of that game plays a playing game, something like that. I think is what you were saying. That's what I said. Um, yeah, no, something like that is, is what I would like because um, the Mariners and the Jays, they I think those two teams, uh, you know, right on the cusp. Jays have like one of the best point differentials in the league. Um, I would like to see them in the playoffs, see if you know somebody could make it interesting a little bit. Um, I, I like the, the one game the one game wild card. I don't mind it. We lost I'll take it with a grain of salt to the rules. Um but I would like to see the playoffs expanded, give some give some more teams a shot here. Why not? I like the one game playoff too. For some reason I think it's just a little gimmicky. I wish there was oh, more like structured it. in in a series and you could you could one hundred percent add like three, four more days to a playoffs for the major leagues and include more teams and have a legit series.
0: I think so, there's nothing uh, better than everything's on the line for one game. I think th- that's the best thing about sports.
1: I well, know, but that's why
0: I, game like, sevens are like the best words in sports. It's because everything is on the line. You got one game. To
1: but get. it came down to seven games, not just like, not just the one game. Some guy could like, I don't know. It's just, it just, I wish that there was more. I guess, for that, that point. I wouldn't mind if you just did, like, uh, the the Red Sox would have played, the Blue Jays, Yankees would have played the Mariners, and that's a one game to decide who goes to the actual playing game, do a two out of three series for each conference. That person goes in, the other teams get by, something like that. I have, like, four wildcard teams. I don't know. I think it could be interesting. I'm, a, I'm all for it.
0: We're on to something, Dalton. All right. Let's stay on baseball for a second. Obviously, the championship series series is series. They are underway in full swing. The Red Sox are currently up two games to one in the series against the Astros, and they are up two to one right now in game four. Um, In the NLCS, the Dodgers had a nice comeback today to win their first game of the series. They're down to the Braves. Um, My thoughts, I haven't watched a second of the NLCS, I am rooting for the Braves. I don't want to play the Dodgers, not because I think the the Braves are a worse team. I think they're both very good teams. If I'm as a Red Sox fan, I don't want to play the Dodgers because I just I'm sick of the Dodgers. I'm I am do not want Mookie Betts to deal with Mookie Betts. I don't want to face Scherzer. It's more of like an emotional thing. I just don't. I'm just kind of sick of the Dodgers being basically the new Yankees, just pulling everybody good. Um, in terms of the ALCS, I think the Astros are dead. I think. I mean, obviously, we got a long way to go. This game's still close. I think if the Sox win tonight, you can you can wrap it up. But I think, I think they're on the verge of death because the, the Red Sox bats are hotter than I think I've ever seen a team be. You've got the ninth hitter hitting dingers out there, which is bad news for the Astros. Um, and then, I mean, for Yankee fans right now, it's got to be an absolute torture chamber. You have to root for either your key rivals that you've hated forever— or the team that cheated, to cheat you out of a World Series berth. So pick your poison. Um, but I think it's all but Astros over. Astros close. Yeah. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's all but over here. I think that the Sox are going to close it out. I might eat those words. I'll knock on wood. But um, I know I'm the all-time jinx. But I just feel like the way they're hitting, I mean, even in this game, Xander's been their, one of their worst hitters in the series, and he went yaya, deep yaya. In the first inning. So I just think everybody's hot. It's so fight at the bat rack. Their pitching is stronger than this Astros team. They really don't have much going for them with the loss of McCullers. To me, I mean, they're they're tripping over themselves, doing stupid errors. Jose Altuve is a fraud. I hate that guy. Um, making errors everywhere. Makes no errors in the season. And then in the postseason, t- comes around and he drops everything. So I think it's over. I think the Sox take it in in five. I think we win tonight and win tomorrow night. Don't leave Fenway. But just trying to be an optimist for once in my life. do um, um, Dill, NLCS thoughts, ALCS thoughts, any baseball thoughts?
1: Um, I see. I don't know who I, if the Red Sox were to win. I don't know who I would want to play because, um, on one hand, we've had success with the Dodgers uh, in 2018, right? And they didn't uh, have
0: Mookie. They didn't have Scherzer.
1: Who i know they have? but at least the the dodgers team is so well studied that like you know what you're up against it's just whether or not can you like de- like do the task of, of being better than that i also um, when I, it, when it comes to the braves they're sneaky and like and a team that's like it, nothing's scarier than a team getting hot and playing really well like the red sox were not touted to be worth anything this playoffs really, and they got hot. Now everybody's pooping their pants um, playing against them. So I think whoever's coming out of the NL is going to be afraid to play the Red Sox if the Red Sox uh, make it in, which is um, kind of the way I would feel about the Braves because the Braves got hot in the same regard. So um, I also like the Boston Braves
0: Boston Red Sox storyline. I like that storyline.
1: I did go to a. Red Sox-Braves game this year in Atlanta. It was pretty sweet. Sox won. Um, as for the Astros and the Sox, it, it, it's starting to feel sort of not good for the Astros, even though it's, the series is only 2-1 to one and the game right now is only 2-1. to one. For some reason, it just feels like a mountain decline. Um, but that said, I've seen stranger things happen, so... If Christian Royal just it, hit a triple. If the Sox can pull this one out, though, I think, like Trey said, it's kind of a lock at that point. But we'll, we'll see. Tucker? You're muted. Red Sox just hit a triple, sorry. Um, Topic was the Red Sox, correct?
0: Red Sox, Arroyo NLCS, ALCS. Royal with, with a triple? Either one.
1: Both of them. Um, I haven't watched the NLCS at all. I haven't watched. Who would you want to play? I heard the Dodgers just won. Um, But the Red Sox, I've brought this up already. They got that 2004, 2013 vibe to them right now. And I'm loving it. I mean, I've never seen Fenway Park or any baseball stadium as loud as Fenway Park is right now. The whole city's got a vibe to it right now that's absolutely electric everyone's bought in. Um, I mean, there's nothing like it
0: right now. Who would you rather play if Said Sox win? Tucker just proving again that if a game is on, he's not listening to the conversation.
1: <laughs> um, Was that a yeah, rough uh, statement by I, I don't care. I don't care. Feed me the Dodgers. I don't give a shit. This team right now, I would... Love to go against Scherzer in the playoffs. I would love to hit him, Yabo. Uh,
0: Maybe
1: Dan, I'll eat my words later, but I believe in my team.
0: Cam, you got any baseball thoughts?
1: I mean, we're Freddie Freeman podcast here, so it's, I gonna, really it's, it's gonna be tough if you guys play in the Braves. I was never I
0: married if, to that. I don't
1: know if you guys are gonna be able to root for your team. Uh, he's the funniest guy in baseball, right, Bill? Yes, he is.
0: I never, That's I was people, never married to that game.
1: People say that. It wasn't just me. I I also said that. Yes. Yeah, can't even Cam said it. <laughs> love love watching Mike dump Freddie Freeman.
0: <laughs> Alright. Moving on to football this weekend, week six. I own you, said Aaron Rodgers to the Packers. Tucker, you wanted to talk about this. I mean, just drop in his sh- Schmenzer on top of the city of Chicago.
1: I mean I- I just paid package. <laughs> yeah, I oh go on, nice. Um, nice. I don't know how you recover from it because you can talk back to him because he does own you. Like, there's no way anyone from Chicago can do anything besides be like, "God damn it!" Like he's right because he does own them. Like, and you can't feel good about playing him ever. Did I bet on the Chicago Bears again against uh, the Packers? Yes. Did I realize as the ball was kicked off that was a terrible decision? Also, yes. I mean, it's just one of those things that's inevitable. It's just no matter what's going on, I honestly don't think the Packers are that good this year. But when it comes to a Packers-Bears game, the Bears just can't win ever. And that's just how it's going to be. He's got a yeah. 21-5 record against the Bears. I just looked it up. That's pretty crazy. 21-5 awesome. against the Bears team that's like historically not terrible. They, they made the playoffs like three years in a row or three or four last years or something. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were in the uh, NFC Championship when the Packers beat them to go to the Super Bowl and ended up winning. I mean, the Bears aren't that bad, and Aaron Rodgers just destroys them. Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot like uh, Brady,
0: uh, Brady's thirty and 80 against the Jets, but the Jets are a dumpster for franchise. Brady owns also owns the Bills too. Uh, I think his record against the Dolphins is it's uh, it's obviously great, but it's not like as high because they always lose to the Dolphins in Miami. But they he owns the Bills too, so it's that kind of situation where like you just if you, if I was a He's only twenty four
1: and twelve against the Dolphins.
0: If I was a Bills fan, I just would like—I
1: totally.
0: don't know what I'd do. Like this, these Chicago mm. fans are just tortured mm. constantly about, about. I found
1: a better one. Tom Brady's thirty-two and three against the Bills. Yeah, that's
0: what I thought. He was his best record was against the Bills. He destroyed. That's the Bills. nuts. Um, so it's like that situation where you have you literally you have to wait for him to either leave, which Aaron Rodgers might do, and I think Bears fans were very excited when he when he was going to or retire you just got to wait. You're not going to win the division or be the kings in the division until that happens. I mean, look at the Bills now. They are running it because Brady's gone. I bet I even the Bills being as good as they are, I bet if Brady was still on the Patriots, they would still have trouble with him. So, And that's why I think they're going to lose in the Super Bowl. But, uh, Dill, you got anything on the Packers being dominant over the Bears?
1: Uh, well, I do have Aaron Rodgers as MVP. Um and I'm high on the pack going to the Super Bowl. That was my prediction. I got a turtleneck versus turtleneck. So um I think I, I think there's something to be said about how influential quarterbacks are. And I love when people try to uh like dissociate the the how important a quarterback is on a team. It's it's like I don't know, but it's it is Aaron Rodgers versus the Bears, and it is Aaron Rodgers winning whatever it was 80% of the time against the Bears. So it's just fun to watch that level of dominance sometimes. Um, and Tucker, you betting on the Bears is terrible to say. Yeah, I'm embarrassed about
0: it. Uh, speaking, go, of be- go, Pat, go. speaking of betting, Dylan, uh, you just said in your topics list for tonight, the only thing you said was... I hate the bills. So can you please explain why you hate the bills?
1: I watched Monday night football last night. Um, I was rooting heavily for the bills to, to win. Um, and it's funny because I also had, uh, I, re- I I also thought that the Titans were going to give the bills a, a, a really good game because the bills were coming off of a uh, 10 game or the Titans were coming off of a 10 day rest. Um, And they were getting some guys back. They got, uh, uh, Brown back. Not Brown. What's his name? Is it Brown? AJ Brown? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about it, but this was a game of a lot of mistakes being made on both sides and neither team really capitalizing too much on them. Um, like, it it was like, it seemed like it was the Titans game but then they were only they were down three at halftime i think so i was expecting the titans to be playing bet to have more points because of how bad the bills were but then the titans were like giving it right back to the bills but the bills were performing as well as they were slated to so um i don't know it was like an off night for both teams But with the Titans coming back and scoring, like, six of their last six drives for the win.
0: So, uh, I want to amend a statement. I've said before that don't pay any running back big money. The only one I would is Derrick Henry because he does something legitimately no one else in the league can do. Like, I think... He's different because every other running back in the league that's small and shifty, anybody, like any athlete that gets into the right offense can do that. Derrick Henry, you just can't tackle him. It's just Derrick Henry's season right now. He's just running over everybody. So I want to get your guys' thoughts on the uh, the final play. Uh, obviously, Josh Allen gets the sneak to win the game. Can't pull it off, slips, falls. I think it's the right play, wrong ed- execution. As, as somebody who is – Told the Patriots to go for almost every single fourth and short that they've had. I feel like I can't come back and say, "Oh, you take the points there." Um, Josh Allen just slipped. Bad execution on his part. Uh, he's having a great season. Just a mistake there of him from him. But I think it's the right call. But Tucker, what would you think of the game?
1: Didn't watch mad of it. Was a little bit busy. There's this thing called the ALCS
0: going on. I didn't watch a second of it either. I just watched uh, So,
1: yeah, I did not watch a single it. second of this baseball game, which is the first primetime baseball game that I haven't football. watched. Football. We're We're football. We're talking about football. We're talking about football. Yeah, no, this is the first football game I haven't watched. This you season. You said baseball. There we go. You said baseball. My bad. Uh, I watched it. Go ahead, Cam. I like the last like play um, decision. I think that's the right move there. And like you said, do something differently with that. I don't know. Um, I hate the moment to back. going where I needed um, I needed to go into overtime. So I was really mad that they didn't kick the field goal. I need Josh Allen to have like 16 more rushing yards, and I would have had a lot of money. But no, I do like play. All right
0: Dylan, you didn't say, do you, do you agree with the call or no?
1: Um, it's tough because you're throwing all your eggs in, in in one basket on one play. It's like, do you play for the playoff, or do you play for OT, um, or do you play to win the game here and now? You have to weigh the risk of potentially losing the game off of a coin flip because the Titans get the ball, and run down and score, because they've scored, well, score a touchdown, but, um... But they did score on like six of their last six drives. Um, I would say it's the right call. Um, but as a coach, I I I don't know if I would have taken the play or if I would have. I feel like I would have kicked the field goal and taken the points and then brought it to the play, to the uh, overtime. But it's probably the right call.
0: Um all right we're we're running short on time so let's rapid fire the Cardinals I feel like they proved themselves this week they beat a what is viewed as a good team might be a little bit of the F word but beat the Browns handily they are the they are still undefeated um I was high on them before the season I was high on them before last season like I've said before and they they kind of screwed me but I'm high on them again this season I think they're legit I think they're going to be a contender this year they got a lot of talent. I mean, Kyler's coming into his own. You've got some good receivers. A.J. Brown, AJ Green, excuse me. Forgot my colors mixed up. A.J. Green has uh, <laughs> been a great addition, um, I think, low-key. Like, I always hated him, but he's been good uh, to take some pressure off DeAndre. Rondell Moore, who I have said is one of my favorite play- rookies this year, playing great. Um, and the defense, obviously, J.J. Watt has made a difference, even though he's old. So, um, I think they're legit. Did they just get Zach Ertz on top of that too? They did just pick up Zach Ertz, so they're only getting stronger. Uh, just want to get your guys' thoughts quickly. Cardinals, I think they're legit. Are they legit, Tucker?
1: Um, I'm gonna say they're a legit playoff team. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender though. I don't know what it is about this team. They don't have the vibe of a Super Bowl contender. I don't think. I don't think when the going gets tough, they'll get going. Uh, I don't know. There's something about this team that hasn't gotten there from me. I don't see Kyler Murray as a Super Bowl quarterback. I think he's a really good quarterback, one of the best. Just has that a Super Bowl feel to him.
0: Cam, you say legit. Cameron
1: I'm here. Sorry I said legit. I don't think there's Super Bowl contender either though.
0: Alright. Dylan
1: Um I'm not gonna sleep on them like I I see them as one of those teams um, that has enough ability to get lucky. You know what I mean? There's some sort of teams that are just so bad or mediocre that they can't get lucky enough to win a championship. I could see this team uh, getting a few plays going their way, being able to capitalize, and then have enough talent to close it out, um, given a situation. So I, I put them as a contender. I don't put them as the... The, the cream of the crop, but they can definitely win, in my opinion. So I'd probably have them a little bit higher than Tucker and, and Cam.
0: All right. Um, a, the Jaguars have broken a 20-game losing streak in jolly old England after beating the Dolphins, who are just terrible. And it just makes me feel even worse about that loss the Patriots had. But uh, the Jags, you know, maybe the Urban Meyer comeback tour is starting now. Um I still think they're terrible. I think they're not going anywhere for a long time. So, Tucker, you wanted to talk about this.
1: Yeah, I mean, this was a wild game. Urban Meyer looked like a good NFL coach for a second there. I mean, that last second play call where everyone thought he was going the Hail Mary ended up just taking the real short route to make it a more manageable field goal when there was only, what, four seconds left on the clock when he started the play. Really good call there. Um, I don't think this is a change of anything for the Jaguars. I think it was more of a show of how bad the Dolphins are than how good the Jaguars are. But Trevor Lawrence looked good. Um, but, yeah, I still think at the end of the day, this isn't a season-altering game for the Jaguars. They're still the Jaguars. They'll still have a top three pick in the NFL draft at the end of the year. Um so, yeah, that's just, I don't know, Jaguars and going to Jaguars. The Dolphins just happen to be worse. The only people I feel bad for is the city of London. They got the Jaguars, the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Falcons to their city. That's just mean.
0: Yeah, I don't know why they schedule these games. if They're just going to have
1: crappy teams play there. Uh,
0: Dale, yeah. is Brian Flores on the hot seat? Um, it's oh. hard. Oh, sorry.
1: Are you talking to me?
0: I was talking to you, but Cam no. disagrees on
1: yeah, I agree with Cam. Uh, no. You,
0: you wanted him fired after year one?
1: Uh, well, I want him fired because he, he'll be good enough to bring this team to mediocrity, which is exactly what he's continuing to do. Um, I mean, but they're plagued with injuries, so it's, it's hard to hard to say. I mean, um, if they had a complete team, they would be playing better. We all know this. That's nothing new. Um, I would put... Uh, I I would not be afraid if I was Flores. I think they get the some key players back, and they're just going to be middle of the road again, and they will continue to. be.
0: Damn, you disagree that Flores is on hot seat?
1: Yeah, no, he's not on the hot seat. He'll be fine. Tua was injured. I think that was his worst move: is dropping Tua. Um, and to know that they could have had Herbert, they're probably kicking themselves. This team is is a lot worse than they were last year. I don't think it's a coaching thing. I think they their offensive line needs a lot of work. And maybe get rid of Van uh, Noy, the leader of the defense, well it didn't help anybody. Um, I don't think it's... it's Hasn't helped coach. the with either.
0: He's Never draft a lefty. No, lefties yeah, are awful.
1: Big news. Idiot. Dumb. But I think it's not his fault, necessarily.
0: Um, all right, Tucker. You think the Ravens are a contender?
1: Yeah, I mean the game against the Chargers I think was a real like I think it was a game where the winner of the game was a legit Super Bowl contender. And the Ravens shit kicked the uh Chargers. I mean this team can run down anyone's throat in the NFL, even though they kept they kept losing running back to start the year. The fact that they've lost so much at running back and still rush for like 100-plus yards every single game is crazy. Lamar Jackson might have learned how to throw a football, which is even another one. And on top of that, Hollywood Brown learned to catch one. So I guess they started uh, maybe running past plays in practice. I'm not sure what the big change was in the uh, locker room, but I imagine it had something to do with like not just practicing running the ball practice. Because this team looks competent in all aspects. Um, the defense looks really good. I mean, a Chargers team that was so hot on offense recently. And they hold them to what single... Was it nine points? Something like six that. Maybe it's 34-6 or something. 34-6. like just absolutely shocking that they could do that. I mean, I think Harbaugh is a great coach, which I think is a big part of making a Super Bowl. And then you have a great quarterback and a really good defense.
0: Um so I actually think that the Chargers are a little bit overrated. I think their defense isn't that good. Um so I think he, they've been a little overrated. Obviously started hot. I think they're a very good team. I think they're a little overrated. I still don't put the the Ravens as a contender. I think that smart teams will beat Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. I don't think they'll make it all the way. I don't see them getting by a team like Ooh, the Bills. And the other KFC. The Bills, the Bills will beat them. Disagree.
1: I mean, they beat them last year. I think the Ravens and the Bills were the only two teams. They, well, I guess the Chiefs do, but Ravens are 100 a contender. This is the best Ravens. They have team a great
0: defense. I just don't trust Lamar. I, I still don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I, do. I don't trust I do. him throwing the ball, and he's going to need to throw the ball really well to to get, to win a Super Bowl. And I have like I I'm also take take married that uh he'll never win a Super Bowl. So, I have to stick with that one. So, no, I don't think they're contenders yet. I'm not, I'm not convinced. Um go ahead, Kim, You disagree, obviously. Cameron? Uh
1: sorry, yeah. Um. I think the AFC is trash. The Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, only team that will be in the Super Bowl. If any other team makes the Super Bowl, come back to this episode and haunt me down. Uh, also was going to say, Lindsay chimed in and said, I like LeBron. So, that's fine. That? She
0: can like him. I I think he's a great player. He just isn't there as a passer yet. Dill, what do you think?
1: I put, uh, I, I think I'm on the side of Trey here. Thank I, you. I, I, Thank you. Oh, the thing is, is um, this game against the Chargers? I, I'm having trouble deciding if this is more of a fraudulent on the Chargers or more of a showing of Lamar and the, how good the Ravens are. Because I, I, I think I was lowballing the Ravens a little bit. I think I was highballing the Chargers a little bit too. It's kind of evening out after after this game. Um, that said, I think that. Like Cam said, the the Ravens are a contender in the AFC. I mean, you have uh, you have three teams coming out of the AFC, like we we just discussed. So, um, but I, it's hard for me to put dollar taller signs on the being able to throw the ball late in the game and, and win the game. But I mean, he was proven it so far this year, so it's hard for you to say otherwise. Um, but I think I'm on Trey's side, so I think it's still hard to bet on that.
0: Alright. Um, last thing I want to touch on, the Sean Taylor Memorial. I don't know if you guys what your guys' opinions on it are. Obviously, there was the Jackson Mahomes thing. I have a little bit of a, a under undertake on that. Uh Jackson Mahomes, obviously, he danced on the logo. Was not a classy move. Maybe just don't post while you're down there. Whatever. He posts he does post TikToks for every game on the sidelines where the VIP stand. Washington had hit, had that section with the number roped off for VIPs to stand on it. So really, it's his fault, but it's not his fault. Like it, He shouldn't have posted. It was a dumb move, but he had to stand on it. He had no other way to stand. Um, I, I think this whole thing was just a way to get the, the news off their back. I may have said it on the podcast. I don't know. It was a way to change headlines. It was rushed together. They didn't alert players that played with Sean for Washington or for Miami. Um, just, to, just, just, to, I hate this organization I really never had any beef against them I hate them I think Dan Schneider is a criminal for what he does and Bruce Allen for that matter they are just trying to shake this narrative 650,000 emails looked at and the only thing that came out of it was John Gruden's an asshole nothing else came out of it you're telling me that? no, it's because Schneider licks the boot of, of uh, Roger Goodell this is a terrible organization he needs to be removed they are exploiting the death of one of their best players ever, and one of the most tragic NFL stories. Dylan, I don't know if, if you know about Sean Taylor, but one of the most tragic NFL stories. I know, I know what
1: happened to him. I don't understand why it's a big deal. They they did something last week. Well, I'm just because t- they decided to do it now.
0: Yeah, they rushed it together Wait, while their later. while their team was looking at problems from the, these. They are a sexual assault factory. They, oh, I
1: didn't realize they were under investigation. Wasn't wasn't there something about like the someone sending nudes of the cheerleaders? That was like Bruce that.
0: Allen and John Gruden exchanged nudes, but I guess only Gruden got in trouble for it because Bruce Allen is another bootlicker. I cannot stand this. I hope no, this franchise funny. loses forever. I hate them. Go ahead, Cam.
1: Yeah, no. I, oh, I
0: can't go. I thought Cam was yelling at me. What? Maybe not. Oh. Somebody was yeah, yelling. I was yelling.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, this is absolutely despicable, do. like kind of like a legend of the Oh, wait, 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 wait. Ah, oh, fuck. Never mind. It was a step. It was a little bit. Uh, never mind. What? Yeah. But it is absolutely ridiculous that this is going on at all. I mean, just kick out Snyder. It's not that hard. It no one hard. wants him there. It is that hard. He's a piece of shit scumbag. I mean, how can anyone be cool with him being on the owner of that team still? He clearly had a bunch of bad shit, but because nothing was specifically about Roger Goodell, they're like, yeah, hey, we can sweep this into the rug. We can just throw it at Gruden and call it a day. It's absolutely ridiculous. And to get the blame off them, they try to like make a ceremony for their for like a legend of the team on no notice, just to change the narrative, it's pathetic. Like I don't even care about the Jackson Mahomes thing because that team blew it so bad that yeah, like Jackson Mahomes probably didn't even know it was a ceremony for Sean Taylor on that game. Oh, no way he did. I was supposed about to bring that up. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys heard that uh, Adam Schefter. He also got in a not trouble. Yep. But he called somebody Mr. Editor, when he was sending in one of his he was sending in one of his article drafts or something like that. Um, I didn't understand quite the whole story, but he so, a lot. it's like a journalism Kim, vibe. yeah, it was a hit piece on like this whole thing going on with the uh Washington football team, but he sent it to the Washington football team in advance to see if they want anything redacted from the article before. He- Why did
0: they get this treatment? What? I don't understand it.
1: Well, if you're Adam Schefter, how do you think he gets all the inside scoops on every single team in yeah. the NFL? Yeah. It's That's not fair. because he's an unbiased journalist and they respect him for it. That's
0: fair. Uh, Dylan, you, uh, you caught up? You got any opinion on it?
1: Um. I know, it's just, it's a Mickey Mouse move, a Mickey Mouse organization. This team has been bad for a long time, as long as I can remember. Um, uh, The curse of RG3 uh, still remains, (laughs) Um, and uh, this Schneider guy seems like a real piece of work. Um,
0: Worst owner in sports.
1: Maybe worse than James Dolan. I just hope they keep the name and my take uh is is still true that they keep the name.
0: I will be an anti fan of this team forever, uh cam, I understand why you don't like them.
1: It is our nation's capital though
0: cam, yeah, but it doesn't matter. they are i mean they represent the corruption in Washington, that's what they represent. cam, you got any thoughts on your division rival being just the biggest scumbags ever
1: yeah no they they suck and um. I don't, I don't foresee them winning anything in the near future anyway, so I'm not too worried about it. But I still hate the other two teams in my division worse. So yeah, I because
0: think. they're good. They're well-run
1: franchises sometimes, at least. Yeah. They stink. They're my 3rd third, yeah. third least favorite team. Um,
0: um, all right. Let's move into this, guys. Let's go quickly. We're just doing ice cream flavors. Nothing to get too deep in here about boys, but look, give me your five best ice cream flavors. Not, number five, I'm going chocolate. Just a classic. You know, uh, I like it more in a milkshake. I feel like that's a cop out. So I will put it at my number five because I do enjoy some chocolate ice cream every now and then. But when I go to an ice cream shop, my order is a chocolate milkshake. Uh, I know that's not technically ice cream, really, but that's what I'm putting in my number five. Uh, Tuck, go ahead. Uh, All right.
1: My number five is a weird one. It's Cotton Candy. Growing up, I can't remember what the ice cream store was. I want to say it was the ice cream store. I think it's out Bagelin Brew. I think there was an ice cream store there that they had cotton candy ice cream, and I absolutely loved it. Um, so, yeah, number five. So there was game. an ice cream place in there. I never went there. Mm-hmm. I never yeah. knew there was an
0: ice cream place there. Uh, Dill, go ahead.
1: Uh, number five for me, I'm going cake batter, uh, specifically not for thick cake cake batter because it's got a little bit of, it's got like some vanilla in there mixed with a little bit of like cake taste with some like chocolate kind of mixed in. It's got the best of all worlds. Um, Solid number five for me, cake batter.
0: Cameron. Number
1: five, I'm going cookie dough. Might be a little higher on your guys' list. My problem with cookie dough is I love the cookie dough itself. I can do it without the ice cream to be honest. Because it does have the cookie dough in it, it makes it better. It's usually just vanilla ice cream with the cookie dough. Nothing crazy. Um, But it does make for a good little snack.
0: All right. My number four is going to be coffee ice cream. Uh, I first got introduced
1: to coffee
0: ice cream when I was a child. My grandmother and my father's favorite flavor is coffee Heath Bar Crunch. Um, I'm changing it. I'm going coffee Heath Bar Crunch. Coffee Heath Bar Crunch. It's got the coffee flavor, which I love. It's got the Heath Bar, which adds a little snap to it. Nice little taste. Never knew what a Heath Bar was until this ice cream. Um, but I don't. I, I I'm a big. I I know it's. Not, I think coffee is a little bit of a divisive divisive one, but I, I love coffee ice cream. So that's my number four. Uh, Tucker.
1: Um, my number four weird one sherbet. I love me some sherbet. I'm not gonna that's lie, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a big ice cream guy at all um especially like crazy flavors especially because i don't like chocolate so it really limits because like every single ice cream is like all oh, this ever so and then we're gonna store chocolate chips in it and it just ruins every type of ice cream ever so uh yeah i mean i'm limited in my selection but yeah sherwood's my number three
0: four number four uh who was that? dylan you're number four go ahead
1: uh Number four for me, I'm going black raspberry. Um, good choice. Black raspberry is a great ice cream flavor. Um, it's simp- like it's it's simplistic, and there's nothing in it, but it tastes it tastes good. It's also a little bit subtle. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just big on it. It's it's the only only ice cream with that color too that I can think of. Um, which is unique. So black raspberry, four.
0: Dylan, what was your five? Did I skip you?
1: Cake batter. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, Cam, four.
1: Number four, I'm going to and cream. Probably also higher on some of your guys' list. but, um, pretty straightforward. It's no ice cream again here, but put some Oreos in there, mix it around, and it's slightly better than cookie dough. Get a little more flavor. Every once in a while, you get like a big piece of Oreo, and, uh, You know, you live for those kind of moments.
0: What is it, Dippin' Dots? That's the frozen ice cream, like balls. Oh yeah, those were fire. Cookies and cream, cookies and cream of those were fire. Um, (laughs) My number three is gonna be Fish Food from Ben and Jerry's. Fish Food's a classic. It's a chocolate ice cream with like a a marshmallow twist. It's got the little fishies that are like a nice. it's It's like a. It's like a. It's. I don't know how to describe the the type of chocolate it is, but it's got a little like bite to it little bit it's kind of like a coffee chocolate it's like an es- espresso uh fish um but big fish food fan whenever I go to Ben and Jerry's if I'm not getting a milkshake
1: I'm getting fish food
0: that's that's my go-to from B&J's so number three is fish food Tucker
1: uh, number three Dill. I'm following suit with you I have cake batter here right. I actually had cake batter ahead of time on my list great ice cream that's all I have all right, Del,
0: number three.
1: Uh, number three for me, I'm following Cam about cookies and cream. Um, one step ahead of Cam, though. Uh, I do like vanilla ice cream, it's my favorite, just straight up ice cream. Uh, and add in that little bit of cookiness. And then there's also, I feel like, a little bit of the, um, The like, the filling of an Oreo kind of mixed in there too. So you get a little bit of it. You get a little bit of that. It's not just vanilla ice cream and cookie, like chocolate cookie, you know what I mean? So it's a definitely a classic for me. Cam three. So oddly enough, also had this on my list. Didn't have to steal it from anybody. Number three, I'm going cake batter. Um and I originally had it written down it as birthday cake. You're absolutely right, Dylan. The the yellowish vanilla bean type of looking ice cream with the fudge uh, yes. swirl in it, that's the better one. Though I did love the blue frosting cake uh birthday cake frenzies from Friendlies. Um I tried to stick with some, a little bit more generic here. That's why I didn't put like fish food or anything. I just think there's too many of those flavors. So I just kind of went straight forward with it. Cake batter, delicious. Um, Number three. Dylan, you had said- The best cake batter is um, Guilford's Cake Batter.
0: So I'm apparently missing out on cake batter because I've never once had cake batter ice cream. So it's not on my list. Um, Dylan, you had said that vanilla is your favorite flavor. Uh, I agree with you that classics are sometimes the best. My number two is just going to be straight up chocolate chip. Uh, chocolate chip is the perfect type of ice cream um, you to throw toppings on. I like to put some cocoa powder on it. You know, you could throw M&Ms on it. You can throw anything on it and it's going to taste good. I'm a big fan of chocolate chip. I know it's basic as hell, but I mean, you get a good like friendlies chocolate chip with a nice bite of the, of the chip in there. Um, can't beat it. Uh, so I'm going chocolate chip my number two. Go ahead, Tuck.
1: Number two, I have strawberry. Strawberries is a really solid ice cream. Um, I don't know; it's just a high quality strawberry ice cream. Incredibly good, incredibly refreshing.
0: No. Uh,
1: number two for me. Bring it back to another one of Cam's. I'm going cookie dough. Um, again, I love vanilla ice cream. Um, you might see where this is going. Um, as for the cookie dough, I love it way more than chocolate chip tray, because it's got the dough, obviously, but when I bite into the chocolate part of chocolate chip, it's like, ow, I need to go to the dentist. I bite into a cookie dough chunk, and I'm like, ow, I'm in heaven. So, cookie dough,
0: Not the exclamation I'd use, but go ahead, Cam.
1: How I'm in heaven. I said I meant wow, but I kinda like fit my number two, I got peanut butter cut moose tracks. Jesus
0: Christ. I w I don't wanna be too I-, I wanna keep it generic.
1: Yeah, no, this is the only one that's that's not so much generic, but moose tracks are a thing of its own and peanut butter ice cream just doesn't do it justice. So I'd go with the moose tracks. There are a lot of they they do you a lot of favors, the moose tracks. They give me a lot of clumps, a lot of peanut butter chunks, um, and I'm a huge peanut butter guy. Reese's is my favorite candy. Um, when it comes to ice cream, I was, you know, I'm always either getting my number one flavor, which I'll find out soon, or uh, sort of peanut butter.
0: Um, all right. my So my number one, Dylan, I totally agree with you, is chocolate chip cookie dough. Uh, you guys have been just calling a cookie dough. I'm going chocolate chip cookie dough. You get the chips yep, in there, the you get the cookie dough in there. I don't think there's anything better than biting into one of those soft little cookie doughs. It's nice and, you know, it's nice. Cam, would say, said, you know, it's not that special. Well, it's nice and cold. You add the ice cream to it. It's a perfect mixture. Um, another one that can be added toppings to and, and make it just that much more better. Um, so chocolate chip cookie dough is going to be my number one. I like to put a big scoop in my mouth, suck away the ice cream, just leave the cookie dough. And go at that. Oh yeah, so,
1: that's what I do too. Yeah. That.
0: So that's that's the move. That's the best ice cream flavor there is. Tucker, number one.
1: Uh, number one, I don't care what anyone fucking says, I have vanilla here. Vanilla I knew, I knew you were going to have ice this. Cream. It is the most sold ice cream throughout the world. And anyone that doesn't agree, is just a classless... Swine. Punk. <laughs> punk. Whoa!
0: Punk. <laughs> oh, punk, punk. Okay, I thought you said something else. Okay, You said punk. All right, uh, Dill. I want to know what you thought I said. I mean, do the math, figure think, it out. <laughs> I think
1: I know. I heard punk. I,
0: I didn't hear punk the no, first time. It. I'm just I'm just clarifying because it sounded coming out of my computer like something else. It was punk. All right, Dill, go ahead.
1: Uh, number one for me, Tucker. You're exactly right. It's thank you. Uh, <laughs> I will be at the the craziest amount of flavors of like you know even if it's soft serve where they're like we got 87 flavors or or we go to whatever the heck that has boost track and lobster whatever the heck (laughs) just give me vanilla put some chocolate sprinkles on it if i'm feeling frisky and it's just way better than everything else um there's something about the flavor of the the vanilla uh particularly um classic vanilla not vanilla bean. Vanilla bean is like last on the list. Uh, classic vanilla, the best you can have. Number one, hands down. You guys, number, most spot in the world.
0: You guys are just like seventy-five-year-old men, is what you. I are. mean, I when I'm, I'm sitting in the be nursing before, home,
1: I'll be licking on like, a vanilla cone. Like my whiskey straight. I like classic vanilla ice cream. I, I, I like, like my coffee black. I'm a simple man.
0: Are you saying it's a bad thing? Tucker, I've seen you drink many a truly. Oh,
1: I love true. I'm (laughs) just saying, like, not liking the classics is just, I guess, it's a little classless.
0: I put chocolate chip and chocolate chip cookie dough on my list.
1: Those are classics. Uh, Go ahead. Chocolate chip cookie dough is not classic. I would say so. But, Cam, go ahead. So I just want to make a couple things clear here first. (laughs) I love vanilla ice cream. It's way too boring. Too boys, wow, let's go. If you go to King Cone in this, uh, they do something special with their ice cream at King Cone. Yeah. Not only do <laughs> they make it five feet tall for you, it's a mess. It gets everywhere. It's so thick. It's like ice. Their ice cream machine's broken to where it doesn't mix right, and it's just straight cream and ice cream. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know how that works. There's no. There's no watered down any aspect to it. It's just it's definitely there. Thick. Thick. It's definitely thick. Yeah. it's it, If you get a small, it's still... Giant. Like Yeah, it's still seven inches. Okay, that being said, no, it's not on my list. I'm very mad no one else has this. I hope our fans get mad as well. Number one's mint chocolate chip, and it's not close. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, no, uh, I don't, don't want to eat toothpaste for my dessert. Thanks very much. I knew
1: Trey wasn't going to like it. I can't attack anything toothpaste flavor because I do love McGillic, Um, Tucker, I guess, doesn't like chocolate, but you can't really taste it. The Monster Mash at Friendly's. Mm-hmm.
0: I used to You'd get it with chocolate pizza. chip. I would get it with chocolate chip cookie dough. I would not
1: get it with mint. You should never have been allowed in. <laughs> my my they would take you off for love. My waitress, Debbie, would have hated you. And if you don't know Debbie from Friendly's, seven. seven. Uh, oh no! You didn't
0: go there. R.I.P. Friendlies, not Debbie. Friendlies. <laughs> I
1: thought you were gonna Verizon, Debbie. Maybe, honestly. <laughs> a lot of like that, so. Shout out, Debbie.
0: <laughs> shout out that was Debbie, Verizon. That
1: was Verizon.
0: Shout out, Dick that. Lindsay. He's still alive.
1: Everybody gets a shout out once an episode. Of One <laughs> hometown hero.
0: <laughs> That's it, Cam. That's all you got.
1: Uh, no, chocolate, mint chocolate chip, chip, number one, monster mash, just crazy back. I get mint chocolate chip pretty much every time I get ice cream. Uh, I can't, I don't, I can't do it,
0: don't like the mint. Hate mint, try a monster mash with chocolate chip cookie dough one time. See if it's not better. Dare you. All right. Oh, well, my God.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: That's Waste It Takes, episode 94. Six weeks to go to 100, boys. We're almost there. Uh... Check us out on our socials. We're po- posting great content. Tucker's Tucker's punishment video this week was very, very well done. Dylan, Thank you. can't wait to see. We haven't decided. What are we going to do for you?
1: Banana Sprite. I'll do the Banana Sprite. I, I mean, that can't be that bad. <laughs> Will you really? Yeah, it can't be bad. All right. All I just, right. We're locking I gotta, it in. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a weak stomach you be better projectile vomit
0: <laughs> alright banana sprite challenge it is Dylan has asked for it so he will get it alright check that out that's going to be a banger don't want to miss that one follow waste it takes and uh thanks for getting wasted do with I us what I do I eat first the banana or the sprite I have no idea I think the banana and then you chug a sprite it's a deal alright alright we'll see thanks for getting that's wasted cool. with that's us
1: the other
0: stuff. we will see you next week bye now